Hey, it's Love Speaks. I hope you're having a great morning. It's something to do in the Word of God every day. Um, we'll just shoot up a signal flare and just remind some people of some things from the Word of God. Matthew chapter 24. Take heed that no man deceive you. Let's say it again. See to it. Behold that no man deceive you. Beware that no man deceive you. Look on to, perceive, regard, see. First thing I think we need to do is realize that there are deceivers in the world. And their purpose is to deceive you. Well, what is deception? It is called, if you are deceived, it will remove you. The attempt will be to remove you from a place of safety. It will attempt to remove you from the truth. It will attempt to remove you from a place of virtue, of purity. Take heed that no man deceive you. That could come all the way down to a seducer. Just trying to take your virginity. Go all the way to uh, the spiritual application to where it is stealing, literally stealing your eternal destination. Take heed that no man deceive you. No other person in a, in a bodysuit. Isn't that an amazing thing? I mean, when we just roll past it. Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my... You know, and we just, we, we don't take the time to say, what did we just read? Take heed. Beware. This is happening. So you must be aware of what is happening. This is Jesus talking. This is how the world is structured. Remember, it's a fallen world. It, it, it's on the money part, too. They try to steal your identity to take everything you have so they can consume it in their own lusts. It's not theirs. It's ill-gotten. A deceiver is one who is taking something ill-gotten. It's not for them. Your virginity is not for them. Your money that you earn that God gave you is not for them. Your property is not for them. Excuse me. Your soul is not theirs. Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name. Isn't that, uh, I always say, isn't that an amazing thing? Many shall come. It's not just every once in a while. There's a lot of them. And they coming. They coming in the name of the Lord saying, I exist with an anointing. Or I exist in the anointing. I am anointed. Here I am. God sent me. Here I am. Here I am. And shall deceive many. Hmm. You know, uh, one of the first things that I started learning when I got saved is, is God is our Father. Those who do not get correction are bastards. You always want to know who their daddy is. And the Bible says you know them by their fruits. 
and someone who who takes light in this word, a word that uh, just admonished us and warned us to take heed that no man deceive you, if someone that is not taking that word seriously, just from that first verse, verse 4, chapter 24, Jesus talking, take heed that no man deceive you. If that doesn't amp you up, if that doesn't get the inside of you steadfast, that there are, nobody wants to wake up and see that somebody broke into the out the outbuilding out there and took the lawnmower. Makes you mad. How much more when, they, when they're breaking in and taking your soul, they're taking everything you got, and they're doing it in the name of Jesus. I mean, look at that. He's not really talking about the guy who's going to put a gun in your ribs you know, and say, give me your wallet. It, it, it's included. But verse 5 says, many shall come in my name. The, the robber never says, sticks a gun in your side and says, this is Jesus, give me your wallet. That never happens. But we have a lot of guys that come up in a sharp suit and stand behind a pulpit and open a Bible, and then they start spewing a bunch of other stuff. You know? That's what he's talking about. There is a purity to the word, and there must be a purity to the one delivering the word. There must be, you shall know them by their fruits. They shall deceive many. It's, it, we can't just lollygag in and out. This thing is not for the, for the lazy and the slothful. Take heed that no man deceive you. Take heed that no man will lead you away from the truth. Take your virtue take you from safety it's pretty amazing so while that war is going on that's a personal thing that's in everybody's life verse 6 you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars now think about it we've got men trying to deceive you out of your virtue out of your, out of the truth and out of your out of a place of safety so on the global level or the national level, now here comes the news. War, saber rattling, swords clanging together, rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. What's that word troubled mean? To wail, to clamor, by implication, to be frightened. So you can, that's how the devil gets in, is, is fear. I've, I've said this many times, but we, and I got taught it. And I got taught it by people who are delivering God's message. Because it's been confirmed so many times, and I can find it in the scriptures. When they preach something, I go back and read the scriptures. The Bible says that the Bereans were more honorable. Why? Because they went home and checked a book. And it was easy for them to go, hey, man, this is this right here. There it is. Now, see, now here's what happens. You get that glow of the word from a Sunday morning message delivered by a powerful man of God. You go home and you've got that, that residue of what, what you just heard. And you've got some notes, and so you go, and here you are in Matthew 24, and you start looking at that, take heed that no man de deceive you. 
because he looks to he's he's seeking to take you from your that safe place God has put in and see right there while you're confirming that word the man of God and I'm not installing myself there it's just this is a verse that we're doing uh, you've got that witness in yourself right now this is a safe place the anointing of God is right here it's confirming the word that you heard while you was at church this is this is a place where the truth is being confirmed. I have the witness inside myself. And this is, if I stray away from this, this is a way that you could, some of us would just go, that's why I lost my virtue. But thanks be to God, he sent his son. Messiah shall be put to death, cut off, but not for himself. And all of those who got stuff stolen from them, who lived in the unsafe place, who didn't even know what truth was, had been redeemed, bought back, brought into the fold. And now we take heed that no man deceive us, because fool me once. It's on me. Take heed. That no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am. See the great I am. God is saying, when he said, I am that I am, he said, I exist. I be. I'm here. It's me. I made it all. Now believe. I am. They And they'll come in his name saying, I am anointed. You know, you... You're saying that whether you say it or not. When you, when you take the pulpit, one pastor saying to the congregation, when he puts a man up in that pulpit up there, he's saying he's got something. Trust your pastor. He's saying he's got something. Now, if he gets up there and he ain't got nothing, I've seen it before. I've seen it happen. I've seen the pastor step up, buddy, and he'll come right up to the pulpit and he'll correct the thing right then because he is the shepherd of the sheep. And he's not going to let that untruth go. Now, sometimes it's not because a person is looking to deceive. Sometimes they're just wet behind the ears. And correction is how sons are shown. If you endure correction, it's correction is good. It's horrible at the beginning. But it's good at the end because it makes you better. There's some stuff you won't step in the next time. And you'll know to go around some stuff. And there's some stuff you'll just dodge altogether. You're just like, hey, I ain't, I'm not even coming close to that. Because I got my tail end spiritually beat for that one. No, thank you. And look what it says. I Many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Because the personal battle was just stated. This is what's happening. They're coming to deceive you, and they're coming to take your virtue, and they're coming to remove you from the truth. And on the global level, level there's wars and rumors of wars. Why? Because they want, they want you to step into that fear. Be not troubled. Be not fearful. For all things must come to pass. you got to endure this. There's a, there's a grand kingdom. In the highest heights of this world, no, highest heights of this creation, because it's far more than this world. And you've got to look up 
and place your hope there and overlook all the little things going on here and everything that would want to trouble you, there's your motivation for prayer. And when he delivers you through something that was an obvious attack or attempt to put fear or steal or kill or destroy, and you lift your hands and worship and pray, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilences. We know about that. Earthquakes in diverse places. Famines. Through the idea of destitu destitution, scarcity of food, dearth, famine, hunger, there shall be pestilences. We know that one. There shall be COVID and all the variances, a plague, a disease, a pet, figuratively a pest, and earthquakes. This is the one that got me right here. Earthquakes, a commotion, whether with the air or the ground. You know, I, I, I don't know the interpreters of King James. I don't know why they just didn't put a commotion and then said air or ground. Because well, earthquakes may seem like, you know, that's all it's going to be. But there's more. So you got to dig in. You got to dig and look at stuff. I mean, right here in Kentucky, we just had a tornado that just devastated a town. There was a hundred people working in a factory and they died. The, the factory just fell in on them when the tornado came. The tornado came at night. They was just working through their shift and they all went to heaven or hell. They stepped into eternity right then. Commotion, famines, scarcity, pestilence. Variants of COVID at this point would be our interpretation and commotions of ground and air in different places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. You say, well, that sounds like enough for me. Well, it's just the beginning. It's the commencement. It's the opening volley. Now we look at where we're at right now and we have Russia invading the Ukraine. There's a war and rumors of wars of kingdoms coming against nations. There's all this stuff. and It's at least something to ponder on. Prepare yourself for. Pray to God about. Fortify your faith in the word. Establish some things so that when things get crazy and there is scarcity in your hunger and you're hungry, you just, you know to go to the word. And you don't, you don't, go some natural means, you know, to go to the Word. If pestilence comes to your house, you know to go to the Word. If, the, if they come on with a weather thing and there's some kind of commotion getting ready to happen and they have some way of knowing about it, uh, prepare yourself in the Word. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Now, see, out of all I've just said, you could come away with, a, this is a downer, but it's not. In everything I just said, there's an answer. There's a faith. There's a trust. There's someone to lean on. He gives you a truth. He maintains your virtue. He holds your integrity. He keeps you safe. 
Hey, this has been Love Speaks. Have a great day. In the name of Jesus Christ, be blessed. Be at peace. Repent. Have a talk with God. Just a little talk with Jesus makes it right.